There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Your main event, introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Dye and Freddy Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Freddy, also known as Wrestling with Friends. The world's greatest co-host, Jeff Dye, has been given food poisoning by the evil and cruel people of Calgary, Canada. Other than that, let's start the show. Good evening and good day. What's up, everybody? Jeff can't be with us today. Please send him your best wishes. He's got food poisoning. He ate that Canadian food and it got him outside of Vancouver and Toronto. I don't know if your cuisine can be trusted. Those are also the only two cities that I've ever eaten in, in Vancouver. And I've never gotten sick. So maybe Jeff's just soft. Today, we're going to get into WWE's Survivor Series War Games in the year of 2022. There was uh, some good, there was some awful, and there was a little bit in between. But before we do that, I hope all of you had a very happy Thanksgiving for those in America. I'm going to tell you guys a funny-ass story that happened on Wednesday, last Wednesday, when our last episode came out. I got a new car, as some of you may know. I got a 76 Datsun 280Z 
It's just as old as me. It runs about as, as well as I do, which is pretty damn good. But registering old cars, especially ones from out of state, is a pain in the ass. And I'm going to share with you guys a funny story. So if you're a member of AAA, which I am, God bless you, AAA. They do try to make your life easier. And I recommend using them when registering your car or uh, renewing your insurance or anything like that, because they, they try and do all the work for you just to make your life easier. I love, uh, it's mainly women at the one I go to. I love these women so much. And they did everything they could to help make this an easier process for me. I'm getting all my paperwork done. I have to get the car smog checked and it has to be star smog checked because it's an older vehicle. They made sure I knew that. They gave me options of places close by that specialized in that because uh, they're great. And I did. And the guys actually, both guys used to have Nissan, Datsun, 280Z. One guy had a 240Z, the other guy had a 280Z. So they were just loving the car, right? And the car's running great. The engine's smooth. And uh, got that done, brought it back in. And they're trying to get me to avoid having to go to the DMV by even calling our state's capital, Sacramento, California. But the DMV wasn't happening. They were going to make me come in because my car from 76 doesn't have an engine group number. So I go to the DMV. And this not so pleasant woman is at the gate and she says, I need your, your license plate number and your registration to which I kindly respond. That's what I'm here for. I uh, don't have a license plate yet and I'm trying to register the car. She says, all right, well, I need an engine group number along with your vehicle identification number, which we know is the VIN. She could have just said VIN. I said, well, this is a 76 and uh, it doesn't have an engine group number. She says, well, then I'm afraid I can't help you right away. Just chooses violence right away. So I pull up on my phone that the 76 Datsun 280Z doesn't have an engine group number. And that's actually why I'm here at the DMV. So they can write that reasoning in so that the California Highway Patrol will approve it and I can get my car's registration and actually put a license plate on it. I say, well, I'm happy to show you here online. She goes, I don't have to look at that. I said, oh, okay, yeah, I mean, you can totally pull it up on your computer. She goes, no, you can get me an engine group number. So now I just have to repeat the same information again and say, well, this vehicle in particular doesn't have an engine group number, which is why I'm here. She says, well, then I can't help you. So now I'm left with, I either leave and never get the car registered, or I now go the violence route as well and say, I need to speak with your supervisor. So she sighs and goes to get this guy. So he comes up and I explain the situation to him. And he says, yes, of course, that car doesn't have an engine group number and, and we'll just fill out right here that it doesn't so that uh, this California Highway Patrol doesn't give you a hard time. And so now I'm dealing with this guy. I go, did you train her? He said, no. I said, and I tell him the story. I'll spare you guys the complete repeat. But I say everything that happens. I go, is that how she treats everyone or just me? He goes, I'll make sure to talk to her whether he did or not. He probably didn't. He doesn't want to deal with it. So I get all the paperwork done. I go, okay, can you guys send this to CHP? He goes, no, you have to go there. I go, what? That's why I'm here, man. I could have just gone there in the first place. What are you talking about? I, I'm legit here so that you guys can contact CHP. This is what AAA spoke to Sacramento about. And they said, this is the correct process. And that's the capital city. They have more authority than you do. He says, no, you have to go to CHP. So now this drive that I made and having to wait in line, which wasn't that bad. I don't want to make it sound that bad. There were only three people in front of me. But now I have to drive all the way to CHP. So now I get in my little sweet, sweet ass car and I cruise down the freeway 
It's about a 25, 30 minute drive. And uh, the MapQuest does not know where to pull in for this place. It's got me going into a closed and locked gate. So I got to cruise around the block, but I find it. And you guys, there's no one there. There's not, and I don't mean like no employees. I mean, no jerks like me. Every parking spot is open. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you, God. Whatever the Greek God of sweet ass cars is, thank you. It's not Apollo, but it's one of those guys. So I pull into whatever spot I want, the closest one, right in the window, park the car. I got to lock it manually with the key because the only thing power on this thing is the antenna that goes up and down. Everything else is uh, old school, to say the least. I walk in. There's no one there except this officer who's uh, behind glass and has a gun on her hip, shaved head and braids, looking pretty sick and cool. I'm like, all right, she's looking sick and cool. This will be pretty easy. So I go in, I have all my paperwork ready. I say, uh, yeah, I'm here for you guys to check the VIN number and confirm that there's no engine group number so I can get my, uh, my registration. She says, okay, hand me your paperwork. Takes the paperwork, goes through it. She says, okay, uh, the first appointment I have for you, I'm going to throw out a fake date because I don't want anybody trying to meet me there, is December 10th at 10 a.m. I go, I'm sorry, what? She goes, yeah, first available appointments December 10th at 10 a.m. I go, well, who does, who does the check? Do you do it? She goes, yes. So now there's this awkward pause where I'm, I don't want to laugh, but I'm definitely smiling. I have a mask on, okay, because California is still pretty hardcore about that. So I'm smiling. I go, well, if you're here now and I'm here now, we could just go do it right now, and it'll take all of two minutes, two minutes tops. She says, December 10th, sir. I go, okay. Well, can you at least explain to me, you know, why? She says, I don't have to do that. I go, <laughs> now I'm laughing. I go, okay, I can't, I'm not going to yell and scream at a police officer, right? But I will laugh. So I'm laughing. I go, all right, that seems weird. I mean, you can literally see my car out the window. There's other employees here. So if you leave your desk, they can cover it. And we, we could just take care of it right now. Or she goes, December 10th. I go, okay, December 10th. She goes, I need uh, your driver's license. I go, all right hand her my driver's license. She's filling out the rest of the paperwork. She looks at the photo on the ID. She checks the name on the ID and she kind of like pauses and double checks. And I've seen this look before. That's when somebody figures out they saw me in Scooby-Doo or she's all that or, or some shit like that. And uh, I have a mask on again. So she couldn't, she, you know, she couldn't recognize me without that or with that on. And so now she goes, uh, this is the greatest. I've never gotten to get over on a cop before. So she, she checks the driver's license again, looks up at me. She goes, can you pull down your mask? I go, yeah, sure. I'd love to. Pull down my mask. She looks at me and I see the eyes make recognition. She goes, okay. She finishes the paperwork, hands me my, my folder back with all my crap, hands me my ID back. And this woman legit says, would it be okay if I took a picture with you? To which, of course, my response was, absolutely. I'll see you on December 10th. And I walked out the door, got in my car, and drove away. And it was the greatest figurative middle finger that I've ever been able to give the Los Angeles Police Department, or in this case, the California Highway Patrol. She could not have been more difficult or more unpleasant. And to think that you could just ask for a photo at the end of that, I'm so glad my brain was working that day. I'm so glad I drank my coffee and had the wherewithal to go, yeah, sure, December 10th, because the timing was perfect. 
And the look on her face, she couldn't even get mad, y'all. She did not have a mask on. And she even had to kind of smirk and just be like, yeah, all right, I got to take that hit. And she had to. And it was great. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get into some more women that were beating the crap out of each other, and let's get into Survivor Series. So we're going to do this in order, ladies and gentlemen. First up was the Women's War Games match, which was the good guys, or the good girls in this case. Bianca Belair, the return of Becky Lynch from the shoulder injury. My favorite, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and Mia Yim versus Bailey, who you know I love, Dakota Kai, who you know I love also, Io Sky, who you know I love, Nikki Cross, who since they got rid of the superhero gimmick, you know I love, and Rhea Ripley who Jeff loves even more than me because she's like, she looks like she's six feet tall. I don't know how tall she is, but she looks six feet tall and she looks like she can beat up everybody on the roster. War Games is an interesting match because there can't be a finish until everyone's in the ring, but they release people into the ring one at a time. So it's hard to maintain tension in a match where there's people fighting and you know there can't be a winner. They're just beating the crap out of each other. This is a difficult match to pull off. It started the show. You can't even have a finish in the beginning of it. You can't have one until there's 10 women in the ring, basically. Somehow they pulled this off. They told multiple stories. They did callbacks to stories that existed a couple years ago, which WWE never does. They ignore their past. They ignore their history to never allow stories to be told in the ring or recall events that happened in the ring while you're in the ring has always been a very strange thing to me. I don't, when I worked there, that was the rule. Since I left, that was the rule. And I guess once Vince left, Hunter was like, yeah, that rule is gone. I don't agree with that rule. That rule sucked. And now you can make callbacks to this. The one I want to focus on, which probably wasn't anyone's most interesting was Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, because they used to be a tag team when Nikki had the superhero gimmick and, and they were trying to get her some experience and get her a good rub. So they put her in a partnership with Alexa Bliss. Bliss wasn't, uh, had already kind of had her championship run. And so they demand that, you know, she helps get other people over at that point. So now Nikki grabs handcuffs in the middle of this match. It's no DQ. They were throwing kendo sticks in there, tables, ladders and chairs. Oh, my everything. And she cuffs Alexa Bliss. The other cuff isn't done yet. She's going to put that one on the cage and just beat the crap out of Lexi. And uh, she says, you think I forgot? You think I forgot? And it was that small. It was that small of a moment. But it's a moment. Because that kind of, that should let the fans who sort of know the business, which I think too many of us know the business now, and it's made wrestling far less magical than it, than it used to be. But for those who did know, I guarantee you we all appreciated it because to allow a wrestler to make a callback like that when they're not allowed to normally, little moments like this are important because it doesn't only give a wrinkle into the characters of these wrestlers, but it gives them reasons to fight. And a reason to fight is what makes wrestling interesting. You don't have to have the best promo work. You don't have to have the greatest storyline, the greatest character. You just have to have a reason why you're going to hurt this other person outside of, I want to win, because that only works so many times. There, so when there's a personal issue, it adds that wrinkle that I think everyone can appreciate. Eventually, the good guys win. Becky Lynch climbs up to the top, jumps off, and, uh, and gets the win. However, 
there was a lot of good stuff in this, man. EO Sky went up to the top, did a backflip, a blind backflip. She never looked back to see if anyone was there to catch her. Just, hey, here we go. Wah! So anyway, the good guys win. Everybody's feeling good as the match starts. And now we move on to Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, which is more sort of in the middle for me. This felt like a match that could have just been on Monday Night Raw. I don't know what WWE's doing. I don't know if they are pumping in crowd noise on live shows. And and I heard they muted like Sasha Banks chants during the first match, which if they did, it's not a shame on you moment, but like, who cares? Like, why do you have to have that much control over what people hear? Like, just, just present it honestly and organically and let people be excited about Sasha Banks. We all know you're going to resign her. You're not going to let her walk. You're going to pay her what she wants. So just, let these moments happen. It happened on SmackDown as well, where I'm not seeing the crowd cheering. Like they're watching, right? But they're not that hype. And I'm hearing like loud pops that just aren't there. So I think they're, I think they're pumping in fake crowd noise, which is just beneath you guys. You're the top show. You are the top show, the highest rated wrestling show in the world of, of sports entertainment or professional wrestling or however you like to define it. But this match in the middle was kind of, eh. There weren't all the spots that you like to see from either one of these guys. But it was a good match. I mean, it wasn't bad or boring or anything. I just felt like I've seen it, and it could have just been on a Monday Night Raw. It didn't have to, it didn't have to take up a spot. But yeah, it, it, was, it was fine. It, it just didn't, didn't blow me away. Now we're going to get into the worst of the week. And this one, I was texting with my producer, Alexis. It was the champion Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi Blackheart. And I'll spoil it now, Ronda Rousey won. This was the single worst match I have seen in I don't know how long. And it was not Shotzi Blackheart's fault. Shotzi did her thing in this. And you can say what you want about her. I mean, I know she's had a couple spots that, that she's blown on Friday Night SmackDown over the last couple months. But overall, her work's pretty clean. She carried Ronda through this whole match. She did everything a wrestler can do to make the other wrestler look good. But it takes two to tango. And this is two pay-per-views in a row where Ronda, Ronda didn't show up. And she was worse in this match than she was against Liv Morgan. And she was not good in that match. This was borderline unwatchable. It. I, I don't know what people's reactions were, but they could not have been positive. I've never seen someone look like, A, they didn't care, and B, like they don't, I don't know if she's, is she not practicing? Is she not required to go and, and work on her skills and develop? Because she is, and I'm not talking about Shotzi, Rhonda is regressing. She is not progressing. Her work is not getting better. It's getting worse. She blew a DDT that should have been the spot of the frigging night. Shotzi goes up onto the top rope, the top rope. Ronda barely gave her the support spot. Like Shotzi was almost just having to balance solo like a damn luchador. And then she's coming off the top rope to do a DDT on the apron where Ronda's head would hit the apron and Shotzi lands on the outside. And Ronda just held on to the top rope and didn't let herself fall, which gave Shotzi even a 
further distance to fall from the top rope all the way to the mats outside the ring. It could have blasted out both her knees or an ankle or anything. It it looked unsafe on Ronda's part. And the, the no sell on it was, I don't even know if you call it a no sell. It just looked like she didn't know what she was doing. And it wasn't just on defense, on moves that she's going to take. When Shotzi came off the top rope and Ronda's supposed to catch her and do that belly-to-belly suplex, that looked like crap. The move in the ropes, I mean, everything she did in this match looked terrible. And I don't know how, like, there are people there that will work with her. So she's either not taking the time to work with people because she, her ego just is saying, I don't need to do that. I'm super famous and whatever. Or she can't do it. And if it's the latter, which means she can't do it, then why is she there? And I don't think it's that. She's obviously athletic. She was a damn UFC women's champion. She's a judoka friggin' master. Her trainer was Jean LaBelle. Rest in peace. I, she's an athlete. So it, I, look, I don't know, but it has to be that she's just not putting in the work. It, it has to be that. This was a horrible match. It was legit unwatchable. And it had moments that should have stolen the damn show. Listen, she's never going to be good on promos. All right. That's just not within her. She doesn't know how to act at, at all. There's a reason that they've limited her to 30 to 45 seconds in backstage segments where her promos get cut off because she doesn't want to talk to the crowd or they let Shayna Baszler do all the talking and, and Rhonda does something else because she can't talk. If you can't talk or work, what are you doing? You're just taking the check. If that's the case, that's where a shame on you should be applied because that's just whack and lame. Look at all the other outside people lately that have been busting their ass to look great. You can work on days off. She doesn't have to work the same kind of schedule that these other wrestlers have to do, male or female. There are old school legends that'll come in and help you out and help you develop techniques, help you design matches, help you understand ring psychology. I hated this match. It is what it is, but now we're going to get on to a good match, which was the U.S. title. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong coverage, Codes and fraud to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It was Seth Rollins, the U.S. champion, Bobby Lashley, the former champion, and Austin Theory, the man with the failed cash-in on the U.S. title. And let me say a couple things first. First of all, God bless Seth Rollins. He made this match. He had spots in this that we'll talk about that were unreal I hate his hair so much, but I'm supposed to because otherwise I'd be cheering for him. And I don't think he wants me to cheer for him. I think he did it on purpose just because he knows I would hate his hair. I think he got extensions, which makes me even angrier. So I don't think any man's hair can grow that fast. But good God, do I hate it. And God bless you for being one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, dude. And another thing, I was critical of Austin Theory a couple weeks ago because I saw him reading off cue cards two Monday Night Raws ago. It was kind of half read and half memorized. The memorized part was with Dolph. The other part was where he was looking off camera. He's 100% reading off cue cards. He had a 
a promo on Mo- Monday Night Raw that was completely memorized. He did not look at a cue card once. And this boy killed it. I mean, killed it. He talked about this kid you guys talk about, this ungrateful kid that takes selfies and, and is unworthy. That kid is dead and he's a man now. And I believed it. Like he did a great job. A, a few months ago, I was talking about how you could really see Austin developing and it was nice. And I hate the fact that they have to learn on live television because I didn't think he was ready, but you could see his skills developing. And then when Vince left, you really saw him regress and you saw him suffer. And a lot of that had to be because he knew that he wasn't going to be champ. Like someone told him, like, yo, man, you're going to cash in, but it ain't going to be successful. And that messes with your head when you're a young artist. It messes with your ego. It messes with your ability to be to be good. Um, you know, when I did, I know you did last summer, I was not the director's first choice. I was the studio's choice. And the director of that film, I don't remember his name, Jim something. I think I've deleted it because it's such a horrible memory. He let me know every day that he did not want me in that movie. He did not think I deserved to be in that movie. I mean, every day this guy just made me feel like dog shit. And shout out to Ryan Phillippe and Sarah for being for being so cool. But Ryan mainly would come up to me and be like, yo, man, remember why you booked this role? You auditioned for this son of a bitch five times. You didn't book it because you suck. You booked it because you deserve it. So screw this guy. Do your thing. Don't take a single note from him. Just say, yeah, okay, good note, and do whatever you want. Screw this. And he was what really the only the only reason I made it through that film without beating the hell out of that guy was because of Ryan. So, and I, it's not like Ryan and I are friends. I haven't spoken to him in twenty years, but uh, respect where respect is due. He helped me get through what was a tough time. And I don't know who helped Austin. I don't know if he had to get through this alone. I don't know if someone had his back. But that promo he cut which was the go home to this pay-per-view match was frigging gold, absolute gold. So shout out to him for pulling through what had to have been the hardest part in his entire career, harder than, than making it harder than getting called up when you're considered the man. And then it's all taken from you. That has to, that has to hurt. So, so respect to this kid. So here's the match. And I said this before Rollins was just, Phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal. But he hit a stomp by jumping off of Austin Theory's back and his foot then lands on Bobby's head and smashes it into the mat. It looked amazing. There's another spot where uh, he was about to lose. It's a triple threat. And there was a pin and he jumps off the top rope with a frog splash. Blam! Lands right on dude's back, breaks up the pin. You couldn't even see it the way they shot it, which was beautiful. That was, hey, shout out to the seat when they get it right. When the, when the camera truck gets it right, we say they got it right. You couldn't even see him setting up. The, the in-house crowd could. And the Boston TD Garden, by the way, that was a hot crowd. You guys were a hot crowd. I really had a good time with this match. And I felt the right guy won. Some of you who listen aren't even wrestling fans, which is crazy. But watch this guy. He's handsome, team handsome all day long. He's got the body of a Greek God, like Jade Cargill looks at Austin Theory and it's like, Jesus, God, I wish I looked like that. But when he's on, he's on. And last week he was on. I can't wait to see him with that sort of shit eating grin, talking trash in his next promo. I record these on Mondays, so it'll be tonight, but you guys will hear it on Wednesday and you'll have already seen how he kind of reacted to his win and, and who's going to be mad at him. It'll probably be 
Bobby and he'll get a one-on-one match with Bobby Lashley. But Austin, you kicked ass, man. And this was a great match. So respect to all three dudes um, involved. They told a really cool story. And that's going to take us to the end of War Games, which was the men's War Games match. The Bloodline. You guys know I love me some Bloodline, which is Roman Reigns, the Uso brothers, Jimmy and Jay. And Jay has just been like, I mean, just a great actor in this whole thing. He's been the one that's kind of willing to go against Roman, willing to hate Sammy, Sammy Zayn publicly. Um, and Jimmy's more behind him, but Jay, they've given more to, and, and he's taken full advantage of it. Solo Sokoa, who's the new one, he's their real life younger brother and Sammy Zayn. And he was taking on his best friend in the whole wide world in real life as well. Kevin Owens. Uh, they're both from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, Drew McIntyre, who's sort of the outsider of this, although Kevin is as well. Seamus, Butch, and Ridge Holland. And you guys know I love Ridge Holland. I think eventually he'll have a solid solo career. It wasn't my match of the week. I thought the women outdid the men in this because they could really only tell one and a half stories in this match based on the lack of having a grievance with, with uh, Seamus' squad. But Sami Zayn can tell any story you guys want him to tell. He could read you Harry Potter and you would be entertained. He could read you Dr. Seuss. You would be entertained. Or he can go in the ring and take the beating of his life and dish out the beating of his life and you would be just as entertained. This match was not dominated by the good guys being Sheamus and them, but they made you believe to a certain extent that they were going to win this match, or at least that there was a pretty solid shot. I will say this, the spot of this match was they do this 10 beats of the Bowery, which is Sheamus's move. And he like ties a guy up in the ropes from outside the ring. And Sheamus is still inside the ring and the guy's back is to him. So he's facing the crowd. So the crowd gets to see this beat down. And then he takes these forearm shots and he just smashes them across his opponent's chest. And the crowd goes, one, two, three. And he's done 20 before. He did 20 to Dominic Mysterio the other week. But yeah, so they did a five-man, 10 beats of the Bowery where all five bad guys are in there and they're just, blah, blah, blah. And they're just beating these dudes' chests. And you know it hurts because when Sheamus does his brogue kick and he hits his own chest, he ain't hitting it as hard as when he hits somebody else, which is awesome. If you want to compare the two, please do it online. It's super funny. He never hits himself as hard as he hits the other guy. So that was probably the spot of the the spot of the night. However, as far as telling a story goes, that's all Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns takes a stunner from Kevin Owens, which was formerly owned by Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was his finisher. Kevin has it now. Sammy rips or doesn't rip the ref off. He grabs the referee's arm from counting to three and saves the match because he's Sammy Zayn. The moment that everybody thought would be the turn for Sami Zayn was him and Kevin Owens being face to face. This is his best friend in real life. And in the storylines of WWE, this is his best friend in WWE. And they have a moment where it's time for them to fight. Or is he going to turn on the bloodline who are not good to him, right? They're, They're consistently tougher on him than they are good to him. They consistently give him the, the spike, shut up, and they smack the little dog. Then going, hey, little dog, good job. By the way, I never knew the name of the other dog. I only spike. I never knew the name of the little one. We're going to call him Sammy from now on. We don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to turn on the bloodline? 
and be with his friend again. Cause Kevin's told him like, yo man, you deserve better than this. You should have turned on them a long time ago. You were my friend. What's going on? Like they've had multiple conversations on TV coming up to this over actually a couple months, even before Kevin Owens was off TV for a while. They're face to face. And here's the, the moment of truth. And Sammy kicks him dead in the balls. I mean, dead in the nuts. And then hits him with his helluva kick, the hell of a kick. And allows Jay, the guy who's hated him this whole story, the guy who even super kicked him by accident. Is it on accident or by accident? I think it's by accident. Do we have any English majors that are wrestling fans? Let me know. He allows him the opportunity to finish the match with the awesome Uso frog splash. Ba-bow. One, two, three. Oh, the bloodline wins. And Sammy's the reason why. Because as we all know, Zayn means glue in Syrian. Or French, whichever, whichever one you prefer. And he is the glue. He is the best thing in the WWE, man. He, everything this guy does is friggin' gold. And it's not an indictment on Vince, but it is telling because of his body type and his look. He's so not what Vince McMahon would push as a top shelf talent to see him get just one opportunity, just one opportunity to get over and to become the single most over wrestler outside of MJF in professional wrestling, most certainly in the WWE. Again, it's not an indictment, but it is telling. Because if you give these wrestlers who aren't always the biggest guy, they're not always the most handsome of handsome. Like, not everybody's freaking Clark Gable. But there's great actors out there. Like, that'd be like saying, it, like saying, yeah, Steve Buscemi and Paul Giamatti don't get to ever be in a movie because they don't look like George Clooney and Harrison Ford. Like, that's just insane. It, that's absolutely insane. You can be a punching bag and still get wins and losses and be the single most over, they like to use the term superstar in the company, but I ter- prefer the term professional wrestler. And that's what Sami Zayn is, man. I, I know I blow smoke at this guy every single week and I've called him Marlon Brando and things like that, but he is, he's, he is that for wrestling, for what wrestling is. He doesn't look like Richard Gere. And I shouldn't say Steve Boucher. He's better looking than Steve Buscemi. But you know what I mean. I love this dude. I think he's great. And now would honestly be the perfect time for them to turn on him after he's completely earned their respect. When it comes to these guys, I'm not worried. I don't feel they have to have tension every week because the storytelling that, that the whole group is doing from Solo, they protect Solo. They're giving him experience. They're not putting the weight of an entire promo or segment on his shoulders because he's new. Um, They're allowing him to develop. They give Jimmy the right amount of stuff, keeping him positive, trying to hold things together. They allow Jay to be the squeaky wheel, so to speak, the one that's going to constantly remind you, hey, man, I'm rusty over here. I'm squeaky over here. Give me some oil. Screw this guy. They allow Sammy to be deceitful and loyal all at the same time. And they allow Roman to see through it. He sees through the BS and he laughs and he chuckles because he knows he can beat up Sammy. So they could stretch this out as long as they want. However, it would be kind of crazy if now that he's finally earned it, they turned him out and beat his ass because then we'd love Sammy even more. 
I don't know where Jeff Dye is performing this weekend, but uh, check him out at jeffdye.com. If he's, if he's healthy, he'll be there. He's one of my favorite comics. He's super funny. He is anything but politically correct, but there's no malice in this man's heart. So remember, they're all jokes. And remember to give comics a little more latitude than you give schmucks like me. I'm completely okay with that. So thank you all for listening. Appreciate y'all. And I haven't said this in a long time, but welcome to the Federation. Peace. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.